Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. Roll the intro. So whether you're on the cricket ground, Lang Park or the bush, you still gotta run, you still gotta tackle, and the scrums are not the same push. You give it some, you give some more, and you really give your all. Playing rugby league football, it's the greatest this episode is brought to you by our two sponsors. They are two locally owned Central Coast businesses. First one is the Grange Hotel in Wyoming. For a good drink, good food and good time, head over to the Grange, Wyoming. I recommend you go there on Monday nights because they have a special on schnitties. My favorite schnitty is the pepper gravy one. And our second sponsor is Zabara Clothing. Manufacturers and suppliers of teamwear and uniforms, head to www.zabara.com.au or visit their store in Erina, New South Wales, Australia. Wonderful. So I want to thank you very much on behalf of the Final Tucker Podcast for joining us here, Luke. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries. Um, so basically, may as well get stuck into the questions. Um, question one is... You debuted for the West Tigers in 03. What was that like for you and the week leading up to it? Oh, it was obviously um, a dream come true, something that I'd, I'd grown up training as hard as I could to, you know, achieve a goal. And, yeah, and yeah it was uh, one of those things that uh, finally got to happen. And although we got beaten, that <laughs> was a, a very, very enjoyable night. Yes, for sure. Um, a lot of people that I've interviewed have said even though they may have lost their debut, they still couldn't wipe the smile off their faces sort of thing. Yeah, it's one of those bittersweet yep. uh, moments, I guess. It's the only way to put it. Yeah, yeah, nice. something you've tried your whole life to achieve and, yeah, you sort of forget the result at the end. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, question two is, how's retirement treating you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I struggled at first um, yep. for about the first 12 months. I was a bit lost and didn't really know what to do with myself, um, even though I thought I'd prepared myself for for life after football. But, um, yeah, once I got back into plumbing, um, yeah, I really started to enjoy life again and and still doing it to this day. Nice. That's good to hear. So did you do plumbing before you started up in the NRL first grade sort of stuff as well? Did you finish your apprenticeship while playing or before playing? No, um, prior to moving to Sydney, I'd started my apprenticeship and I did it for yep. a little while when I was down there, but um, I was one of those young, naive, uh, <laughs> cocky little footballers who thought football was everything and didn't have to work and yep, yep. Um, yeah, went the long way around and I actually did a mature age apprenticeship once I'd finished football. Nice, nice. Um, so... Covering the Cronulla Sharks, as you, as I think we've just mentioned, after your first year or two in the NRL with the Tigers, you then moved to the Sharks in 05 and played out the rest of your career with them. What was the atmosphere differences like playing at Cronulla and playing for the Tigers? Um, it wasn't too different, to be honest. Um, they're probably the, the main things that I remember about playing at each ground, especially at Leichhardt and at, at Shark Park, was Saturday night games. Under and, lights. And the spirit yeah. fingers? Yeah, the spirit fingers. Um, yeah, what yeah. was the story behind that, if you don't mind me asking? Mate, to be honest, I don't really still even know to this day <laughs> how or when or who uh, started it, but... It just became uh, a thing. just became a thing, and I'm glad the tradition still 
lives on even though it's not working for the Sharks at the moment. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, did you play any different positions while growing up or in reserves? Yeah, so growing up, I was um, I started off in the centres and then moved into halfback and okay. played majority of my football as a halfback. Yep. Um, I trialled for Western Suburbs as a halfback but actually got moved um, straight into the second row. So oh, wow. played back row for Jersey Flag. And then in first division back then, I got moved out into the centres. Yep. And then first grade was actually the first time I'd ever played on the wing and got stuck there. Ah, fair enough. And speaking of getting stuck there, you were tasked with the goal-kicking duty at both the Tigers and Sharks. Was that something that came naturally to you or did you have to work hard at it? No, it was something that I'd always done as a young kid. I'd always always been the, the number one goal-kicker for each team that I'd played in, so it was something that... That always yeah, sort of I, just was always a thing, like a mainstay yeah. in, in your careers sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It was um, yeah something I'd always worked hard on and, and yeah, it was definitely something that helped me getting into first grade, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Um, speaking of helping get into, etc., um, you made your international debut for New Zealand in 07. What were the emotions like for you being able to represent your heritage? Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, but my, my dad um, is born in New Zealand and all my uncles and aunties and cousins are still all over there. And yep. I guess it's one of those things that I never really thought about growing up. Um, like you never questioned it sort of thing? No, you know, well, you just don't. Well, I never thought I'd ever sort of get to the level of I'm having to uh, or choose. Yeah, and it's not that I had to choose. It was more the fact that, well, they asked and I wasn't going to say no. So. Yeah. No, that's um, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Took the opportunity. Fair enough, mate. Um, What is your proudest achievement during your time in the NRL? I know the, I think it was 2008, I managed to finally beat Hazamel Masri for a highest point scorer. Oh, wow. Of the that's year. That's an achievement one year and that was something that I'd always strive to to do sort of to get one year and and I guess um yeah just I guess my overall achievement with how many games I played and yeah and and whatnot it was something that I guess I didn't really expect but um you know I'm pretty proud of I guess the career I had nice um speaking of being proud and looking back is there anything you miss and don't miss about the game? Oh, you just miss being around the boys. That's the main thing. Um, yep. It's something yep. that's hard to explain. If you know, it's something that you haven't really been a part of. You you sort of live and breathe. You know, hanging out with these blokes for so many years. Yeah, you yeah. got to work with your best mates. You get tr- you get to train and be paid to train with your best mates, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you, a lot of the time, you you're actually seeing them more than you get to see your family, unfortunately, <laughs> with the way that it is. And Yeah, mate. Yeah, that, that's the thing that you miss, you know, you're going on your, your trips away where you play away games and you just get to hang out. and Yeah, and just and, do the uh, shit sort of thing and play footy with them. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the main thing I uh, I miss out of it all. Yeah, fair enough. Um, your return to playing in 2012 in the Northern Rivers comp for Marwalimba. What was it like getting back out there after two years of retirement? Yeah, no, I played the the first year after retirement. I, oh, you I did? moved back up and played straight away. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, 
yeah, no, I moved um, yeah back, and that was my old club that I grew up with, and had a few mates there that were still playing. So it um, made me really enjoy football again. We'd had a tough couple of years at the Sharks, yeah, yeah um, prior to me leaving, and I had a bad injury, and yeah, it was just really good to to get back involved in footy and love the game again. Yeah, nice. Speaking of that team, you won the grand final for them with a late penalty goal in the final minutes. What was going through your mind while preparing for that kick? Uh, well, I wasn't too concerned because it was right in front. Oh, okay, um, yep. But, um, yeah, it was definitely one of those moments that um, I'll never forget. Um, you know, we've forever bonded that, that group of players that um, played in that game. and For sure. Um, you know, we always run into each other around town in our in our local area and and it's yeah it's just one of those things it was great to be a part of nice um final question before we get into the trivia and the partners and whatnot now that the 2019 season is coming to a close what two teams do you think we'll be seeing taking on each other on grand final day uh i definitely pretty much guarantee i think the roosters will be there I, I, i can't see too many teams beating them Mm-hmm. Um, as for the team who's going to be playing against them, I'm not not really sure. I, I can't see it being one of the teams from out of the top four. Okay, yep. Um, in saying that, you know, I, I thought Manly, yeah, Manly were looking good until you know it'll be interesting to see what happens with Trevojevic. I don't give them a chance without him. Yep. Yeah, um, agreed. Honestly, now that that's happened, I see the Raiders yeah. at least making it to the prelims. Whether they make it to the grand final or not is obviously up to fate, but I see them going pretty far this year. Yeah, they're definitely a massive chance. Um, it, that wouldn't surprise me at all, the Raiders, Roosters, um, yep. uh, grand final. But, um, you know, Mel- Melbourne are Melbourne. And oh, of course, yeah. It's just whether they've got enough points in them yeah, when they need true. them, I think, which, which is yeah, their only problem. Yeah, man. And circling a little bit back to the Raiders, you're at the Shark Park game on Sunday, the Sharks taking on the Raiders for Paul Gallen's last game. What was the atmosphere there like? And for it to go into two halves of extra time, what what was it all like at the ground and all that on the day, mate? Yeah, it was incredible. It was a big sea of blue. I think there was over 19,000 fans there. Yeah, it was and, sold out. Um, yeah, it was just a great day. You could see a lot of um, old faithful Shark supporters had brought there. The next generation of shark supporters there, you know, they all yep. wanted to to farewell Gal and and say their thank yous and and not miss one of those sort of great moments of sort of sharks history, I guess you could put it, and and also the fact that yeah, we're not playing there for the next two years. So yeah, well, is it is it undergoing refurbishment sort of thing? Yeah, like, so yep. they're the developments um, continuing on, and they're doing the big yeah leagues club car park development yep. and yep. doing some uh a bit i think a bit of a facelift on the ground itself too so yeah nice yeah so um just quickly going to give a shout out to our partners that we've got sponsoring the podcast today they are currently at the moment we've got i've got a technical difficulty going on here with a glitch there it is um there's the list so we've got the first sponsor slash partnership we've got is with the whole fc fan page 
They're an Instagram-based Hull Rugby League Football Club news page. They give you the latest updates on all things Hull from team lists, injuries, debuts, and more. I personally use them for all my Hull FC news needs, and you should too. Head over to their Instagram, Hull FC fan page underscore. Give them a follow to never miss an update on Hull FC again. Our second partner is the NRL Chat. They are also an Instagram-based news source covering all things NRL. So for all of your NRL news, live updates, injuries, scores, all that, hits, misses, and everything in between, head over to their Instagram, the underscore NRL underscore chat. And our final sponsor is Rugby League Away Day. It's an Instagram-based Salford City and Super League news outlet. They're focusing on the Super League Women's League at the moment. So for all your Super League Women's comp news, head over to their Instagram. It was first founded in 2017 by a former Salford Under-19s Academy player. Their Instagram is Rugby League Away Day. All the links to their Instagrams will be in the description of this YouTube when it get, when it goes live on YouTube and Podbean, etc. And just before we go to trivia, I've got a question from each of them. The first one is from Rugby League Away Day. Um, what is your favourite memory of your time at the Sharks? Um, I guess probably being the first time I was selected as a captain. Um, yeah, wow. We'd had quite a few injuries and... Um, Sticky decided to throw me the badge, and oh, wow. yeah, it was. Looking back on it now, I probably didn't realise it at the time, but yeah, looking back on it now, um, is definitely uh, one of my great achievements and proudest moments. Oh wow! The NRL chat asks, who was the jokester at the Sharks while you played at the team? Um, just trying to think. There was quite a few. We all used to sort of play pranks on each other. There was no one who really. Stood out, sort of thing. Stood out. There was, if you know, if someone got you, you had to get them back. So, yep, that's um, fair enough. So it was all a, it was all a bunch of larrikins at the, at the club, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And the last one, rug, oh, that's not our match days. Whoops, sorry. Um, it's from a Hull FC fan page. Is there anything you miss and don't miss about the game? I think I've already asked that, but I, I yeah, like I said, just hanging out with the boys and 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 all that. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff that comes with being part of a team. It's yeah, that, that's the main thing I miss. Yeah, nice. Um, so we've got try time trivia. It's a set of six questions to represent the set of six tackles, and it's just pretty much quick fire questions. Question one: Who captained the New South Wales Blues team for the first time in two thousand and seventeen? Boyd Cordner. Yeah, mate. Question two. Which ground did the Parramatta Eels call home in 2017? Uh, Homebush? No, nah, mate. Oh, is that ANZ? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I just yeah. I've not heard it called Homebush in a while. So, yes. Yeah, yeah I don't know what it's called. I just know it's Homebush. <laughs> oh, good. Well, then, yeah, correct. Um, question two Which was the only NRL season the Storm have got the wooden spoon? Um, 2004. No, it was 2010 due to their salary cap scandal. Uh-huh. That's all good. Question four. Which country went through the 2014 Four Nations Tournament undefeated? Which country went, in 2004? No, 2014 went through 2014. the Four Nations Tournament undefeated. New Zealand? Yeah, mate. And we've got two more questions. Who set the record for most state of origin caps in 2016 with a total of 38? Cameron Smith. Yes, ma'am. 
And last question. What position did Bulldogs legend Luke Patton play? Fullback. Yeah, mate. I want to thank you very much on behalf of the Final Tackle podcast. I would love to have you on as another guest interview at some point next season. And is there anything you'd like to say to the fans, whether it's a bit of inspiration or plug anything that you may be doing currently? Oh, just get out to Leichhardt this weekend. I reckon it's going to be a cracker of a game. Honestly, Um, it will be. It really will be. Yeah, we need all the black, white and blue we can get out there and support the boys get them home thank you very much mate and again thank you on behalf of myself cj and the final tackle podcast take it easy until next time appreciate it thanks mate cheers thank you mate bye so that was the luke cavell interview i want to thank him for his time and also that's two interviews done in one day far out things are looking up thank you everyone who tuned in This episode is brought to you by our two sponsors. They are two locally owned Central Coast businesses. First one is the Grange Hotel in Wyoming. For a good drink, good food and good time, head over to the Grange, Wyoming. I recommend you go there on Monday nights because they have a special on schnitties. My favorite schnitty is the pepper gravy one. And our second sponsor is Zabara Clothing. Manufacturers and suppliers of teamwear and uniforms, head to www.zabara.com.au or visit their store in Erina, New South Wales, Australia.